recorded during the plague year 2021. This is the Andromeda Minute, a show where Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, we go over one minute of Robert Wise's all-too-timely 1971 techno thriller, The Andromeda Strain, one minute of screen time per episode. I'm one of your hosts, Jim O'Kane of TVDads.com. And I'm Rory Elward, a film producer and military technical advisor who wandered in from the hall. Yes. You, you look like a bright young man. Come on in here and talk about this movie. Uh, <laughs> wow. Well, we're, uh, we're watching, uh, watching everybody being mean to each other in this minute. And I have, I have so many questions about this minute. It's so just, many questions. Oh, my gosh. Uh, how long? The number one question from this minute is, how long does it take to draw blood and test blood? Because apparently, according to this movie and by the by the timing on the bottom of this minute, it takes 12 seconds. 12 <laughs> seconds. He, just, um, the, the words just left my mouth. Why isn't it done yet? Yeah. <laughs> it's... Uh, Dr. Hall calls into, uh, into, uh, uh, Nurse Anson, who is apparently not punishing the child enough. So, uh, <laughs> make the baby cry. And, you know, uh, if you, were, you know, nurse, you were hired for one thing. Yes. <laughs> I need you to be very inept with children. And, uh, yeah, wow. I, and I was just, I always wondered what the casting was like for giving, uh, young Robert, uh, Soto. Robert DeSoto here, the uh, the yeah. baby, the, the the crying baby, and it's like, really? How do you, you know? Of course, the thing is, he he, he cries with his mouth closed, which is always amazing. <laughs> Drop in that sound. Here we go. Have a crying baby sound. Um, but and did, and did that follow him around the rest of his life? Yeah. <laughs> hey, cry baby. Hey, say in that movie. Did did kids not want to sit next to him in school? Uh, you know. I remember you. <laughs> Cry baby Bobby, they called him. Uh, um, but I did, I, the thing I did learn from this, uh, from this well, <laughs> back now, but now that we have Google, I've, I've discovered what, uh, what causes um, what the doctor's talking about, uh, resp- uh, alkalosis, al- or alkalemia, as it says on the, uh, uh, on, on, the, on the little green screen when, when they come up with a blood test. It says that the, uh, the diagnosis for uh, his, his blood is uh, he, ha- he has alkalemia, which you get from uh, a, a couple of things. There's metabolic alkalosis, which means your kidneys aren't working, or respiratory alkalosis, which is where you're either dehydrated or you're breathing too shallowly. Um, yeah. And uh, the, they give you Lasix for that. Um, and here, the weirdest thing is, uh, this is if you've taken too much uh, Arm and Hammer, you know, sodium bicarb. Yeah. Uh, that'll give you alkalosis, and uh, usually they'll say whatever. It, it, the way to get rid of it is drink lots of water and take deeper breaths. And in rare cases, in rare cases to solve uh, extreme alkalosis, they will put hydrochloric va- uh, hydrochloric acid delivered intravenously. So, <laughs> Wow. Yeah, go get me a battery now. (laughs) Well, you said they gave you Lasix for it. I said, why would they? uh, Why would they perform eye surgery on you? Exactly. Yes, I'm sorry. The singular form, not the. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Uh, which is, and uh, and aspirin. Aspirin is another thing. If you've taken, if really, yeah, because it's salicylic acid. So if you take a lot of aspirin, this will clear it up. Of course, that could give you acidosis then. So it's, you're you're screwed either way. That's the way. Out of, out of the uh, pandemic frying pan into the fire. It's, yeah, uh, you know. yeah. 
Well, at least you're not going to die of uh, alien uh, virus germs. <laughs> um, but, because wow. good, good luck collecting on insurance from that. Yeah, yeah. This is you, know, you can tell this is far in the past because nobody's asking you for your card. And uh, <laughs> well, wow. it's like ten years later. Uh, Paul Newman from The Verdict shows up, and uh, you know. Yeah. Just, <laughs> yes. Can I give you sure. my card? Charlotte Rampling needs to hit him in the head. Um, uh, the you know the the funny thing the only the only bit of trivia I know about the verdict is that uh, Charlotte Rampling's take when uh, when they do the the hitting scene that right. it took it was four takes. Really? Yeah. Wow. That was yeah. Because okay. because she she wouldn't go down or <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no. <laughs> that's the best you can do. Ow! Ow! Come on. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, yeah, four takes. Oh my gosh! I, I wonder if there's out. There's got to be a DVD with outtakes. That's just oh, brutal. That's, that's a yeah, brutal scene to watch. Yeah, know, and it's thud. Um, thud. Yeah. I I, just, I actually just I just watched that film and I was surprised that you know you 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 don't remember but um, how long the takes are where they just they're in a two shot like the entire yeah. take is just a two shot like a wide two shot yeah wow Sidney Lumet you know yeah oh no fantastic uh fantastic stuff and um what's his face uh Jim Handy from uh, the Rocketeer is uh, is in that he's one of the FBI guys from the Rocketeer he's the he's the the dad oh right yeah right yeah I I, like it's funny because I watch the film and go I know him but then yeah he's in the Rocketeer Oh yeah, no, he's he's in everything. He was in like yeah. I, I think he oh, was yeah. in Jumanji, right? It was, yeah, he was. Yeah, he's in, yeah, he's 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 just one of those guys. If they need somebody, they drop him in, and he's just really good. But it's funny because in the verdict, he's so young. You know, he's like thirty in the verdict. Wow. Well, I just realized he. You must have seen him, like you were in the yeah. Rocketeer, so you yeah. must have bumped into him. And <laughs> yeah, I was I was working with that group. Yeah. With him, uh, him and Jim. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, just a. Amazing guy, but uh, now I gotta watch. Now I gotta watch the verdict. I'm not doing the verdict minute. I can tell you that <laughs> right now. I don't know. I, I don't know how long that movie. I mean, it's Sydney Lumet, so I'm assuming that it's got to be two and a half, three hours long. It's, it's, uh, it, it's two hours eight minutes. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's uh, well, that's not bad actually. Wow. No, no. I'm not doing it. <laughs> you should do it, Roy. If you want to get into <laughs> movies by minutes, this should be this could be your entrance that, to that the. That would uh, be that. Like. <laughs> I can do it. I know I can. <sighs> It'll be yeah, great IMD bird credit. Trust me. Um, <laughs> it's uh, uh, I think you actually I, I I don't know if I put you in yet, but I've got we've we I know we're going we're going astray from way astray. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, in the uh, IMDb uh, has started accepting podcasts. So uh, oh nice. A lot of our uh, movie minutes are now in the uh, in IMDb. Just in case you oh. want to go out and read who's who's where. I'll be famous. Yeah, my, it'll happen. This, you know, paid an my, exposure uh, point. My uh, my favorite part of this is when Jackson pokes his head in front of the TV camera. Hell yes. of a way to run off. <laughs> it's yeah, like, George, oh, George Mitchell well, getting a good line in there. It's like, and, and of course, that's what we're all thinking too. So yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. What is? I mean, I would love to see this whole movie from Jackson's point of view. You know, everybody, everybody in this town dies. He wakes up inside of a thermos bottle. Yes. And and there's these there's these guys wearing fishbowls on their heads asking him, you know, how often does he drink Sterno? And there's a screaming <laughs> baby from downtown. 
Um, <laughs> who, who he'd like to get some sterno. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then he's hearing bells ringing, and then eventually there'll be a self-destruct message coming over. It's just not his day. No. Um, <laughs> you know, you make all the right choices in life that makes you the town drunk in a place uh, no one's ever heard of, and then yeah. you end up in a high-tech facility that apparently <laughs> is going to explode. Excellent. <laughs> You know, yeah, just, if you're if you weren't already questioning your life choices, yes. now would be the time. It seems like standard operating procedure for for <laughs> for old Jackson there. Um, <laughs> do, do you think he was hired? Do you think he was employed? Do you think Jackson had a job in that town, or was it was it mostly just to wander around looking for Sterno, getting chased out of the grocery store? You know, he's um, it. It doesn't look like there's a lot of people in the town, so I could see him being like, you know, somebody uh, you know needs uh, needs help here, needs help there. Yeah, handyman say, kind of a guy. Yeah, he's, exactly. You know, he's yeah. he's the Otis of that town, I guess. He's yeah, just there, he's just the Otis guy. Lock, locks himself in the jail every night. And, um, <laughs> Mind if I stay over? Uh, boom! Yeah, it's uh, he knows the doc. The doc won't give him anything, so he's down a sterno out there in the you know freezing cold yeah. in the desert. Uh, sterno. Oof. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's, that's when you know you've reached a new low. <laughs> Jellied gasoline. Mm-hmm. Yum. Mm, yeah. Uh, but wow. uh, you know, you, can, you, can, you, you, can, you know, it, it, it's good if you need to keep uh, keep food warm. So you know, he'd always he'd always be ready to throw a dinner party. Yeah, but you know, the uh, stone. The thing that bothers me on this is okay. Stone's a physicist. He's not a he's not a medical technician. Right. But he seems to know something about blood chemistry, and he knows about alkalemia. So he's saying he's he's telling Hall, well, it's just what you expected. They're you know they're opposite. They have opposite blood chemistries, but they you yeah. know they're not normal. So why is it up to Hall to not get? Oh, they must be a connection. Well, you know, it's like <laughs> if you're hypothermic or hyperthermic, you're not going to get a virus. If you you know if you're 87 degrees Fahrenheit, you're probably not going to come down with a cold. But right. if you're 103, it's probably going to cook it out. But you know why? Isn't this like, isn't this like your third day in med school? <laughs> yeah. uh, Didn't they cover this? Yeah, I, I don't understand. And like, what, it, what what a day to not off in class. Yeah, <laughs> he's he all. I mean, he must have gone to medical school the same way he went through all those brochures that Stone was sending him about nuclear um, self destructs and things. <laughs> The pictures. Are there any pictures? Do they, do they give you coupons at the back of this? Because I really he, don't have time for this. He just went for the lunch breaks. It was, you know, oh, what are we having today? Oh, good. Oh, avocado <laughs> toast. I didn't even know nice. this was a thing yet. Um, oh, it's, wow. They were, they, were, they were inventing lunches in the lab as well because yeah. you know, the facility was underused in between <laughs> pandemics. Yes, this is yes. We went from pandemics to Panera. Um, <laughs> yeah, we had, probably had chef from South Park down there as well. Yeah. He left the show. <laughs> oh dear, it's uh, this is just so. Who, who knew that this whole thing had been solved with litmus paper? Um, <laughs> it's it's amazing. All millions of dollars worth of equipment. And do you do you think that Karen is a nurse or do you think she's a PA? I was trying to figure out what her role. I'm assuming it's the 1970s, so she's probably just a nurse. I yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I, I don't even think they had PAs then. Um, yeah, I, I'm sure she's a an, an especially highly qualified nurse who probably could have been a PA. Um, but more importantly, she was hired because she'll put up with doctors' stupidity. And just, yeah, yeah. So I don't, I don't and, have your blood test 12 seconds after you ask. And there's there's no 
And there's no doctors. There's no, like, other than the doctor that they brought in. Right. He's the only medical doctor in the entire facility. Yeah. Um, I, yeah which, I, which, which seems like an odd oversight in a facility that's dealing with, uh, you know, contagious diseases. Yeah, yeah. I would think half the people, you know, you want at least half the people to be MDs. It's, <laughs> it's like, was there a shortage? 1971, yeah, I think we still had doctors. Yeah, I mean, it's was everybody in the military overseas? I, d- I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Just, they were they were looking at they were trying to figure out why uh you know why why a rubber oxygen mask would dissolve. Yeah, <laughs> you're a little busy on the case. Um, it, now, so I mean, and you're in agreement with me on this that this whole thing would be an army operation. If it, if there's any military involved, I don't think it would be any other branch of the service simply because of Dietrich. Yeah, I mean that that would be the the connection would be Dietrich, and it doesn't yeah. mean that other you know I mean they would they would grab the best and the brightest from all four services, but it would be uh, you know the proponent agency would be Dietrich, no question about that. Yeah, and I mean I'm just trying to think if it, um, if there's anything like uh, Department of you know uh, well at the time it would have been Health Education and Welfare anybody from HEW or. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of any other civilian agencies that would have been involved. A National Science Foundation, which is where I think National Science Foundation is where um, Stone comes in. I think he has like yeah. some kind of a connection and probably Dutton, too. Although yeah. I think the only reason that Dutton is involved is because he knows how to write grant proposals. I think that's <laughs> I think that's why Stone that hung his, a, his, his claim to fame. Yeah, like Stone is the big pusher. Stone is the head of Berkeley. He's the head of Berkeley Medical, wherever that is, you know, right. Berkeley Physics. And he's he's had Dutton work in his typewriter for the past 20 years. And I think that's – and Dutton didn't know they were ever going to get to this point. That's what he's really ticked off about. Uh, Wait a second. This is what I've been working on all this time? <laughs> what a waste. I've, I've had a hospital wing named after me by now. Yeah. Uh, well, I Dutton would think the, CD, the CDC would be involved as well. They'd have a yeah, representation. That, yeah, that's true. Um does CDC have any crossover in military? I don't know. I guess I, so. I, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, in, in, in terms of if you're talking about, I mean, there's, there's naturally occurring pandemics, and then there was always the fear of, of biological warfare, which then, you know, was, was revitalized under, uh, you know, after the, 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 the terrorist attacks. You know, then they yeah. were worried about anthrax, and 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 of course, you know, there there were incidences in Japan where they they did uh, use yeah sarin and stuff like that yeah. on, on the subway. So yeah, it's it's a real thing. Um, yeah. Now, did you do did, when you were when you were in uh, Afghanistan? Did you have to do? You, I'm sure you did training on bio warfare, right? Or, or um, so it, the the concern in Afghanistan was uh, was anthrax, which we were supposed to be um, uh, inoculated against. But I, I I gave that a pass. I mean, it's like, <laughs> I, I don't know that you guys have thought this through. I'm sorry, um, but uh, that was that was, and and I don't think it was, it wasn't presented to us as if the other side was going to start using biological weapons. It was just a naturally occurring issue over there. Yeah, you just um, might you might run into some infected yeah. sheep or something that your cattle or something would get you. I mean, yeah. I, I worked um, for a while. I worked for a National Guard activity called the National Interagency Civil Military Institute, and I was working there. We basically they they provided training um, 
interagency training for military and civilian agencies on a variety of topics, like natural disasters. We would do classes on how do you respond to a hurricane or how do you respond to forest fires and stuff. But we also did um, civil disturbance and then we did um, uh, consequence management, which is, which is about terrorism. And that was, in, in fact, we, I was in one of those classes. I was running a class on mass casualty events uh, when 9-11 happened. I was in California. Wow. And, and we, we talked about, you know, okay, let's, you know, play out the scenario. What if the next one is a bioweapon? What if it is a chemical weapon? What if it, you know, and, and, and how do you mitigate those, those concerns? So and, and, and the goal was to, to have a whole of government approach. I mean, you know, the military does some things well, but, you know, then there's, there's the CDC and there's FEMA and there's all these other agencies that would have a dog in that hunt. But, but the question is, is how do you de-conflict and how do you maximize the resources? So, yeah, yeah, and, and not stepping on each other's toes and trying to, yeah, get, trying to get the job done. Yeah. And, Which... and the military is like the people you want the least involved in anything occurring on U.S. soil. I mean, they're, the military is efficient. And their logistics are second to none. But I mean, it's it's not it's not really their show. And what what most people I think don't understand about any kind of disaster in the United States is that any every event is a local event. So yeah. you know, Hurricane Katrina in two thousand five. You know, people were all upset with the federal government, and there were definitely room for improvement there. But at the end of the day, the mayor of New Orleans was the guy who was responsible for disaster planning in his city, and and he failed. So, yeah. you know, it, it's like, you know, that's that's your job. And you go to places like Florida where, you know, they, they have hurricanes all the time. You know, the feds show up and, and Florida will be like, we got this, you know. So, yeah. Yeah. They're all you, you, know, you already get the. Uh, yeah. You get the yeah. the was it the redneck army? I forget what they call, call the thing. You know, the people show up a plywood and all of a sudden they're they're fixing everything. And it's yeah, it's, they're there it's, and done. It's 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 a. Um, it's, and it's not that FEMA doesn't bring anything to the table, but it's very much there's there's no people in the country who know more about responding to a to a hurricane than than than, than emergency planners in Florida and maybe Louisiana. You know, they're yeah. they're the experts, you know, but uh, yeah, I mean, that's I mean, that's the the thing that's going on here in uh, in Texas. We have uh, we're having this very rapid response on um, on delivering the uh, the covid vaccine. And we seem to be yeah. doing a lot better than most of the rest of the country, because what what happened was. Uh, when this thing hit, they just they took out the tornado uh, plans, the plans yeah. that we use for for dealing with tornadoes. Yeah. And it's like, okay, we set up a bunch of civic centers, but instead of handing out beds, we hand out vaccines, and they just overlaid that on what we're doing here. And uh, I think we're like number four in the country for how really? fast we're delivering the yeah. And the county that I live in, I live in Tarrant County, which is Fort Worth area. It's yeah. west of Dallas. And they're delivering something like fifty-five thousand um, uh, vaccines a week, and just you know wow. cranking them through. So like we're we're you know, and I hear about people having to wait months. And I know it's it's not just it's not just the deployment; it's the supply. Yeah. I mean, we don't have sure. enough supply right now. But on the deployment side, they're they're doing an incredible job just because they're treating it like a tornado. Yeah, <laughs> and and it, it it's surprising how it overlays quite nicely. Um, it, it, you know, there, there's a there's, there's a famous, uh, often uh, misattributed quote to Eisenhower of, of uh, you know, plans are worthless, but planning is everything. And, yeah. you know, whoever said that, the essential is, is like, yeah, the, the plan is not necessarily going to be much use to you. But the fact that you go through this process of figuring 
things out and problem solving is invaluable in a crisis. And that's, yeah, as, yeah, as long as you've got the Rolodex set up, you, you know, it doesn't matter yeah. what the disaster is. You know who to call or what to, you know, how to how to route around stuff if you're having a problem. Well, that that um, was part of what we did in in the program at Nikki was, you know, there was an expression that um, the day of the event is not the day to be handing out your business cards. You know, it's like everybody yeah. should know who everybody is when yeah, it happens. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, def definitely, and it's uh. I mean, I'm seeing that here in in town. It's just it's amazing how that's working. I wish everybody, I wish everybody had a tornado plan like we did. Um, <laughs> but it's uh yeah, it's 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 a fascinating a fascinating thing to ha you know like we're we're talking about this movie from 50 years ago and how they're handling a disaster, which is poorly, but poorly. Uh, yeah, it's <laughs> which is poorly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's we still. I mean, they're kind of forgetting about well, what about all those dead people back in. Piedmont that haven't been, you know, destroyed by a by, by a nuclear disaster. What are they going to do with them? I, I still don't, and we never get an answer as to. So, do they just send in people with uh, non uh, polycron? Is the name of the stuff the rubber yeah, substitute? Yeah. Actual, you know, where latex rubber suits go in and burn everything, or how do you, you know, how are you going to get rid of it? But That's a good question. Know. And, and I want I want to go to the uh, I want to go to the press briefing, you know, and, and figure yeah. out how they're going <laughs> to. Yeah, I, why? Why is the uh, you know P Piedmont, uh, New Mexico, uh, eight hundred three five one? Why is that no longer a zip code anymore? Why and how? Why, why is there? Why is there a fence around that whole town? And why? What are all those fifty-five gallon drums out at the edge of town? I know there was there was a road going out there for a while, and, and now there isn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know the Coca Cola distributor wants to know what happened to that that uh, IGA grocery store that was. <laughs> by, very puzzling. By the way. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, this has been a fascinating, I mean, we've gone a far afield, but I think we're still very much on topic and, uh, we're gonna, we're gonna watch, uh, <laughs> we're gonna watch the gears turn in Dr. Hall's head on Friday. So, so co come back and watch that. But, um, while, while we're here in the middle of, uh, by the way, uh, if you do want to talk back to us, we've got some social media that we can, you can talk back to us here. Uh, go to on uh, Facebook. It's called Project Wildfire, the uh, Andromeda Minute uh, uh, Bunker, and uh, that's at, that's out there on Facebook. Also on uh, on Twitter, you can talk to us at uh, Andromeda Minute. Uh, if you've missed any of these previous 119 minutes, they're all out at the big the big website uh, andromedaminute.com or on Spotify or wherever, wherever you found wherever you found this particular podcast. Go back. Um, and do a like and subscribe, as they say, and you can get all these uh, all these episodes delivered right into your device you listen to uh, podcasts on. If you could leave a review, we never uh, never ask you for this, but if you could leave a review for the for the show and put as many stars as you can choose off of the thing over there on Apple Podcasts, that always helps us uh, find new listeners. Which <laughs> they've only got about ten minutes, so they better they better hurry up if they want to listen to the show live. Um, anyway, we will be back on Friday to end the week. Uh, in the meantime, please do the three things we always talk about to get rid of this plague as. Uh, uh, wash your hands for 20 seconds, uh, wear a mask, and stay six feet away from people you don't live with. Well, anyway, we will see you back here on Friday, so uh, come back next time here on the Andromeda Minute. Very flattering. We don't know much more than when we got here. <laughs>